Thank you for tuning in to the Fun Time Horror Show. Most of the stories we will share are true events, unless otherwise stated, and will contain descriptions of gore and violence. Some stories shared could have detailed accounts of sexual events. This show may also give what may appear to be great ideas to some stupid people. Listener discretion is extremely advised. Hello, this is Tommy, the co-creator and host of the Fun Time Horror Show. Today we have a special episode lined up for you. We're taking a break from Killer Cannibals for a moment to bring you an episode from the spiritual realm. We'll be doing our very first interview in the series of stories on FTHS. Interviews will probably be few and far between for us, but as promised in our show description, we want to bring something a little different with each episode when we can, so you'll never know what to expect. Like an early Christmas present, give this episode a shake and see if you can guess what it is. Plus, interviews are fun, and I find it personally interesting getting to hear someone's perspective on a certain issue, especially when they've spent their entire life becoming a true professional. I have to admit, I'm a little nervous and a little too overly excited to sit down with our guest today. I'll try to control myself where possible. Before we start, just a few announcements and reminders. This will be a way more PG show than you're used to from the Funtime Horror Show, uh, except I just found out that Steph does use profanity on occasion. Today, more about educating than shock value, but we'll still have some fun. Plus, Steph is a really nice lady, and I'm going to do my best to be on my good behavior today, minding my manners the way Mom taught me. Please find us on the Facebook at Funtime Horror Show. Become a follower. Stay up to date. Our website, funtimehorrorshow.buzzsprout.com. You can find all of our episodes here and links to most major players in podcast distribution. You can also find a link to our Patreon page under the icon at the top right-hand corner. It's in the shape of a heart, so show some love and click it. Speaking of love through Patreon, we have new supporters this week. Special shout-out to Maria Garza. Thank you very much for your support with all the input you've had on our Facebook page as well as becoming a featured supporter through Patreon. We'll get your official Funtime Horror Show stickers out to you very soon. We dedicate this episode to you. I also learned yesterday, when trying to do some research on our show on Patreon, it can't be found due to the show's graphic nature. Guess they're doing their part to protect the children. To find it, you'll have to go to the link that's found at the top of our Facebook page or on the website. I also started adding bonus content in the way of show notes, which has sources and links to our stories. Uh, that's kind of cool, I think. You can also email us now at funtimehorrorshow at yahoo.com. If you'd like to share feedback, personal stories, or make suggestions, we have very fragile egos, so please be kind. I'll ask that you keep the mean comments that you have with no substance to yourself. It hasn't happened much yet, but an angry emoji without any feedback doesn't mean anything to us. We know that we're not for everyone, and that's okay. Luckily, we've had nothing but really positive feedback and five-star reviews up to this point, which reminds me, if you listen on iTunes, please leave your own five-star review and write something nice. I've heard this helps more people find the show. That If you hate the show, just skip that last step and move on. Nothing to see here. I've heard something pretty cool on, on another podcast, and I'm definitely going to rip off the idea. If you'd like to share a short story or leave a comment that you would like played on the air, say about five minutes or less, you can send us an audio clip 
And if it makes the cut, we'll play it on an upcoming episode. If you have a story or comment that you'd like to share and cannot record it, just shoot it to us in an email. We'll gladly pick out a voice for you out of our heads and read it out loud on your behalf. If your story is scary or horrifying enough and it is fun time horror show material, maybe you'll find yourself on a future episode as a guest. Speaking of guests, I'm being very rude. With all that business out of the way, let's move on to our guest and new friend. We are currently sitting in the home and in front of Steph Brady. Steph is a member and the founder, right? Co-founder. Of Spirit. That is S-P-I-R-I-T, which stands for Supernatural and Paranormal Investigations and Research in Texas. Their website is www.spiritparanormalinvestigationstexas.com. Did I get that right? Yep, it's long. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Steph represents a group of investigators that offer their service in investigating places and people that claim to be plagued by supernatural entities. And she is based out of Houston, Texas, my hometown. Stephanie Brady, or as her friends like me call her, Steph, has been into paranormal investigation and, quote, a cleanser for over 12 years. She's known as a paranormal angel, a phrase coined by her sister. She founded the Spirit Team about three years ago, and their mission is to help earthbound spirits cross over. Also, I've realized that Steph uses the word spirit. I put that in quotes. And I've pre-written a lot of questions in advance, uh, usually using the word ghost, in quotes. And I hope that's not offensive to Steph or any of our spirit visitors during the recording of this episode. The word ghost comes purely from my own ignorance about the field of study. To start, here's some cliff notes about my new friend Steph. Uh, I don't think I lied about anything here, uh, because... I think it all came from you. I don't know. (laughs) Unlike shows on TV, Steph actually encourages her clients to take part in the cleansing and to uh, take ownership and recovery of their home from the activity they're experiencing. Steph is intuitive and as well a empathic person. Did I say those two words right? Okay. Not to be confused with empathetic, I think. Uh, We'll get into the uh, the definitions of those shortly. Overall, Steph believes in being compassionate, caring, and most of all, respectful to people and the spirits of God. Her philosophy is that spirits have free will and retain their personalities and emotions from when they were alive in their bodies. She believes that these spirits deserve the same decency and kindness that we all deserve from others. As far as techniques she uses uh, to cleanse, Uh, They're all hers. She developed all of the cleansing and crossing over ceremonies she uses uh, on her own. With that said, hello, Steph. Hi, how are you? Uh, I'm doing great. That's good. And uh, I know you're nervous. I'm nervous. Hopefully this episode's not going to be a nightmare. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure we'll pull through. Yeah, Um, we will. So you told me a little bit about the personal side of Steph. Right. And... uh, so I saw your awesome Mustang outside. I knew yeah. it was your house. What does your license plate say? Mystic, Mystic One. Mystic One. Yeah. Hey, what year Mustang is that bad boy? Uh, 2017. So I pull up and I'm like, wow, which house is hers? I see the 2017 <laughs> Mustang out there. What color is it? Blue with pink wheels. And exactly. Pink <laughs> and then I see the license plate, Mystic One, and I'm like, bingo, I <laughs> found it. So uh, why don't you tell us more about yourself? Um. I don't know much to tell. I love to travel, especially go to the beach. I love to rescue dogs. I've got 
two rescues right now with the third one coming on board in two weeks. I've got three boys. I've been married for 36 years. And I think that's that's about, I mean, I'm just kind of a regular gal. Well, that's cool. <laughs> Outside of the, the ghost busting. Right, outside of the ghost busting. <laughs> and that ghost takes busting. a lot of time for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if then I guess if you don't mind, let's go ahead and jump right into uh, some questions that I've prepared. Sure. And, you know, who knows, they'll spark some conversation and we'll have a good time. So, um, what is an empathic or an intuitive person? Intuitive person, I like to think of it intuitive. You're just, you're going from your gut. Your gut's telling you what to do. Or like for me, um, I had a case in which it was an elemental. I wasn't sure what it was. All of a sudden the word dwarf popped into my head and went and asked him what it He was indeed a dwarf and he went buck wild, you know, affirming that he was. So things like that is what I call intuitive. So a dwarf, huh? Yeah, it was a dwarf. He's still there, too. Can't get him out. <laughs> okay. So a lot of people thought they would be tuning in to hear about ghost hunting, and we're talking about dwarves. Yeah. If you would, remind me later, and I want to get into some of that. Okay. okay? All right. Um, what originally got you into this kind of work? Like, what's your motivation? My motivation was in college, I had a boyfriend that died. Um, oh, for sorry. three nights after that, there was a white opaque figure in front of me. I would wake up, it would move in front of me as I'd try and get up. Whichever way I went, it moved in front of me. My roommate even woke up and saw it. I'm positive it was him. The third night, the day of his funeral, he it disappeared. Wow. And it never came back. There's a, a school of thought that once the funeral's over with, the, the spirit is gone. It crosses over. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, and this is not on my sheet, but like I said, my questions may spark other questions. Yeah. Um, so it's completely possible that a spirit's kind of hanging around, possibly even overseeing their own funeral. Like. Yeah, definitely. That's, I think a lot of them do. And well, I guess what blows my mind is, is me thinking as a spirit, right. Watching your own funeral. Yeah, I know. Um, it's yeah, I, that, <laughs> yeah, it's actually horrifying. It is. You literally I know. just scared me to death. I'm gonna. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm ready to move on from that question. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, what are the credentials of a paranormal investigation professional look like? What do they look like? Is there a paranormal investigation school? There is, actually. It's called uh, Thomas Francis University is one. There's a lot of them around, but that's particularly one. In fact, I'm going for a bachelor in paranormal science. Uh, it's not accredited. Okay. So uh, you don't get a real bachelor's, but it, it is a, a degree. Yeah, and, and it respected in the field. I'm exactly, sure. exactly. Yeah, so when you walk into the room, they're like, oh, yeah, there's stuff. Yeah, exactly. Like, you become more of an expert on it than you already are. So. Well, that's pretty cool. Let's see here. I take uh, classes, too. I mean, I've been taking classes for, oh, my God, like five years. Really? Different classes. So, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that there's even a doctorate level at some point, right? Yeah, there is. There is. There's a bachelor, a master's, and then a doctorate after that. Wow. That's that's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Let me know when your graduation is, and I'll come. I, you know, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come root you on. Like a, with a, with one of those. Me. Me, 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 there you go. Like, yeah, we'll be that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, what's the process of getting you to do an actual investigation? And then what's uh, the actual... In, in just an overview, because I'm sure we'll get into details later. But, you know, kind of what can somebody expect whenever they call your number and say, okay. hey, I think I have a problem? 
I wear a lot of hats. So I am the case manager. I'm the one that you're going to talk to first. I send them, I first preliminary, find out what the issue is. We'll look through the schedule, set up a time, and then I'll send them out a questionnaire. I'll send them out um, some other forms that they need to sign, and then we'll, the day comes and we'll go over there. We'll start off. We usually get there about 7 o'clock. We'll investigate for four or five hours. We'll get a preliminary feel about what is going on there. And then we'll do whatever cleanse is appropriate for that. Okay. So lots of questions that are going to come out of that. Yeah. Uh, one of the ones that I don't have written down, though, is uh, you mentioned the uh, the application or the uh, questionnaire. Right. Um, so what, what kind of questions can somebody uh, be expected to answer? Is there any physical touching going on? Uh, can you see an apparition? What do you hear? Um, what do you feel? Uh, is it feel malevolent? Does it feel evil? Things like that. You know, essay questions describe what you're feeling. Most people we watch on TV seem to be content. And I'm, I say people, I mean like ghost hunter right. guys, right? Uh, they seem to be content with just like catching something on tape. What do you consider to be a successful investigation? If the spirit's happy and the uh, person at the house is happy, I can, you know, I consider that a success for me. Okay. Um, it's a bonus if I get something on video. It's very rare to get something on video. Do you have videos in this house right now that we could watch? <laughs> <laughs> Putting up videos, I have a lot of audio, though. No, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Uh, and we'll talk I've got about... pictures. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We have to check this out. Yeah, I'll this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did I write here? Oh, <laughs> my my wife, kids, and I are pretty sure our new apartment is haunted. I yeah. mentioned that when I first got here. Right. They've been walking around with smartphone apps trying to catch spirits. There's like a thousand apps out there. Exactly. This is a stark contrast to the equipment that you use. Yeah. I saw on your site, and I'm sorry, this is a long-winded question, yeah. but... I want the audience to understand, like, this is very legit, okay? I saw on your site that you have a lot of equipment. Right. Here's the list that I saw. Everything from walkie-talkies are listed to shadow detectors, something called a Boo Buddy, a EVP recorder, REM pod, or REM pod, REM pod there you go. Uh, Polaroid cameras, paranormal pucks. By the way, I struggle with the word paranormal. Yeah. <laughs> I always, yeah, I'm, I murder that word every time. EMF meters, zoom audio recorders, eight camera recording system, a temperature gun or guns, spirit boxes, laser grids, audio recorders, motion detectors, something called a wonder box, mini HD cameras, a paranormal pod meter, a ghost box, something called an Ovilus 4, and you also bought the Ovilus 5. Yeah. SLS cameras. <laughs> SLS cameras, which I just got done playing with. Yeah. Paranormal Pyramid, a Geophone, SB11 Spirit Box. Oh, this, this list is crazy. I've added two since then. <laughs> Echo 5, EMF Field Tester, EM Pumps, Anomaly Meter, and 100 different cleansing items. Yeah. <laughs> My question is Sure. Is this really all necessary? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gadget girl, though. So, I, no, it is not necessary. Okay. Absolutely so, not. Okay. So, I don't I don't have a follow-up written down, but yeah. I, the follow-up question that I have, because I thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, if you're going to be, you know, you got to cover no. all the bases, son. But um, <laughs> um, what, 
what tend to be like your go-tos? Like, and, um, and what are they? What do they do? Definitely digital tape recorders, any type of tape recorder. Okay. Definitely go-to. Um, Spirit box, uh, EMF detectors, and REM pods. Okay. Those are my definite go-tos. And video cameras. Pretend like I don't know anything, okay? Right. Uh, you said EMF detectors. I, I do know what that, or EMF. That, that's electromagnetic field. Exactly. Okay. Um, and then you said a REM pod. Right. I have no idea what that is. You know, I don't know what that stands for. I'm going to have to look at that. That's a great question. A rapid eye movement tester. No? No. Okay. I don't think so. It's <laughs> <laughs> an excellent question. I'll have to go look. I'm almost embarrassed. I don't know what it is. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to tell the people about how professional you are and stuff, and then you don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I do this. <laughs> Okay. Uh, it's okay. All right. So we'll just move on then. Okay. <laughs> um, oh. Um, she didn't know her shit. Talk about the uh, the SLS camera that I just got done playing oh, with. Oh, the structure light sensor. Oh, see. Camera. Yeah. You, yeah. You know that, was? that one. Yeah, you're all over it. Um, <laughs> I asked if you had one of these, like the first question I asked you when I got here. Yeah. Because I saw this on TV a few weeks ago. Right. And I'm like, holy shit, there's like stick figure ghosts yeah. showing up on this camera. So. What, what kind of, like, where would you use this? What kind of success have you had with it? We use it, it just in a general investigation to see how many spirits are around. They, there, it is legit. I will ask the spirit to wave at me with the right hand, and he'll do it. That's when you know it's legit. Well, I, I feel like it's legit, too, because, like I told you earlier, the first time I actually saw it, this guy was, like, in a mirror playing Bloody Mary or something right. with his SLS camera. And all of a sudden, he's like, oh, my God, there's an anomaly right there. And it was literally like a little ghost stick figure sitting on the toilet. And I'm like, it's like, and he was like really excited about it. I, right? I guess I would be too. I guess so. It's like, oh my God, this ghost is totally going to the bathroom. Outside, outside of what we know about paranormal, oh my gosh, paranormal investigations from go. TV. What are some calls you get that are not considered traditional? And I put that in quotes. Uh, for instance, what are like some of the subcategories of paranormal investigation outside of like ghost? Well, there's demons, of course, and we have succubuses and incubuses, which are sex demons. Oh, nice. I've got a few calls for that. Yeah. And actually, I did use SLS for that. And uh, um, I actually came into contact with a succubus one time for like 13 years. It was my first marriage. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of, was, I fell right into that one. <laughs> is, it, is it too late to investigate that for me? Maybe I can get my child support back. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Were you incubus, succubus? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mentioned the dwarf earlier? Yeah, the elementals, the dwarf. That's, that's rare. It's the first time I've ever come across anything like that. Okay. So can you, can, can you kind of like maybe explain that experience a little bit? Yeah. Actually, what he does to them is they go to bed and... All of a sudden, he's there. He's jumping on them. He's pulling their hair. He's poking at them. He's jumping on the bed. He's doing anything and everything to prevent them from sleeping. So this is a physical yeah. being. Right. Because when I think dwarves, you, you think like, oh, yeah, like, um, I don't know, the under the, like a gnome or something like that. Yeah. Or I, I don't know. but Yeah, I actually had a dream with him in it, and I could smell him. I mean, it was so real. So, so on what level... It, is this dwarf? Is he part of our world? Is he part of the spiritual realm? Is it something between? Spiritual realm. I think. I, I think. Okay. You know, 
It's the first time I've ever... There's not a lot known on them. And they're supposed to be very hard to get rid of, which obviously they are. Um, I've watched the people sleep, and I've seen, like, orbs come to them, and then they'll start thrashing about. In fact, the, the second time we were over there, I walked out of the house at 2 a.m. My car battery was completely dead. So I called AAA. While I was waiting for AAA, there was absolutely no battery, but the headlights started flashing on and off. My radio started going on and off, and the whole instrument panel was blinking on and off. I was trying to turn it off, but I couldn't turn it off because I didn't turn it on. So I think Very it was his way of saying, you know, <laughs> I don't want you back here. <laughs> well, you know, I, I just became a uh, motorcyclist. Yeah. And uh, so I was instructed that, hey, you need to, like, have this little bell on the bottom of your bike because there's, like... Um, highway ferries or something i don't i don't know what it's oh, called but I've never heard that. they like oh my god i can't believe i can't remember the name of them now but anyway uh yeah i'm gonna get a lot of hate probably for not but yeah they they jump on your bike and they take like little bolts and screws out and stuff and they jack with your stuff Whoa. and i just almost wonder if like all that could be true all that legend yeah you know kind of came from a single source yeah so. there are fairies there are elves there are it's all part of the elemental you know the air the earth, the fire, the water. Have you ever felt like your life or your safety was in jeopardy? Part two, are there any actual documented cases of somebody uh, actually being severely injured or killed by an entity? Answer the first question, no, I haven't. I, I don't go in there with any fear. For some reason, I don't have a lot of fear. I fear people more than I fear spirits, sure. to be honest with you. And... As far as documented cases, I would think like demons, uh, possession, exorcist, and there are documented cases of that, I believe. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I, you know, and and I've kind of alluded to our audience that I'm actually on the, uh, I don't know, the downhill, whatever to actually being able to interview somebody who you know claims to be like a certified right. exorcist and stuff and yeah. so i, I kind of think like uh like our conversation today is going to be like a good segue into exactly. into that and uh, yeah well I'll, I'll be interested to, to yeah. see what they have to say about all this what are things uh that we shouldn't do to avoid inviting unwanted spiritual guests and part two what are the do's and don'ts for a person that does believe they have a ghost problem? Oh, okay. It's not, well, there's the obvious. Don't do the Ouija board. Some people say don't even do tarot cards. Open portals. Charlie, Charlie. I just finished going over to the house that the kids were doing. Charlie, Charlie and summoning demons and things like that. So I don't know what Charlie, Charlie is. It's like on a piece of paper. It's a, it's, it's a type of... Ouija board for kids, I think. Oh, Ouija board for kids? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really checked it out, but I do know it's paranormal and I do know it's dangerous. Yeah, I, yeah. all we had was uh, like Bloody Mary. Um, yeah, exactly. The Bloody Mary, that's and, another one they shouldn't do. Light as a feather. Um, anything that could potentially open a portal. Uh, yeah, that's. And I guess there's books on this stuff, right? That, yeah, exactly. And what, what you shouldn't do if you haven't. Have a paranormal activity in there. Don't yell at it. Don't get angry at it. It's going to feed off your anger. You're, it's going to feed off that energy, that bad energy. So my wife has been going around our apartment. Yeah. Saying things like, hey, I'm your friend. You don't have to scare me. You don't have to. That's cool. 
ruffle the covers after Tommy leaves for work in yeah. the morning. Like, yeah, I I was telling her to to stop it. Like, yeah, I think I think like you're feeding it. Like, I and I don't know anything about anything, but I'm like, uh, I feel like a like if it's all energy based, okay, like yeah. the energy theory or whatever. If it's all energy based, stop giving it that energy, you know. And I will say the I'm trying to record it, EVPs. That's probably giving it more energy than what she's doing. Well, that's what they're doing. Yeah. They walk around my house. They record EVPs uh, with yeah. free uh, downloaded app software. <laughs> and they don't even need an app for that. What are they doing? <laughs> as, as soon as like something crazy happens and a light flickers, then they scream their ass off all the way down the hallway. And I have no idea what our neighbors think about us. So. <laughs> I didn't realize they had apps for EVPs. I don't know what they're testing, yeah, yeah, to be yeah. honest with you. Um, most of them are, I don't know. It's it's yeah. kind of crap. Like, like they turn it on. Yeah. And it's like. Oh, what is that? Spirit, spirit boxes. Box? Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden it goes, murder. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I will turn this on a bit. Like, you can see what comes through that. Well, we need to maybe record that uh, when we turn it on. Um I'll throw on the headphones and see what it sounds like. And make sure okay. we don't blast somebody's speakers out of their car. Really. Um, let's see. Where was I at? Um, um, what kind of thing should we do? Okay. Um, according to your website, right. you say that children should not be present during the investigation as right. they could be susceptible to attacks. Are some people more susceptible to being haunted by spirits than others? Um, I don't Yeah. Yeah. Do they attack children because they know that they, they're weaker? They're just bad. No, they're, okay. they're weaker. They do because they're bad. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> children are just horrible people. Because, yeah, really. <laughs> they're the worst. We can we can amp up the activity there by investigating. Okay. And they could attack. We're just preventive. They could attack the kids because they are weaker. Well, and I also wonder, like, because, you know, you always know that kids have more energy, too. So going back to the energy thing, I, I don't know, man. Maybe they're putting something yeah. in the atmosphere. And, yeah, they could be. They could be. Besides, you don't want your kid up till 1 o'clock in the morning with us. That's true. But, well, one of the reasons I have this podcast was because my mom pretty much did stuff like that. Like, yeah. Yeah, let's go rent a VCR at the gas station and watch Amityville Horror. I know you're seven, but <laughs> it's okay. My mom used to read <laughs> Animal Crackers. <laughs> It's the worst. My mom, yeah, she's a great lady. I love her. Yeah, but no, I, I know. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm so screwed up because of her. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good one. Well, you you already said that you've kind of never been scared before, but have, right. like, have you have you really never been intimidated going out on a call? To date, no. Wow, haven't been. Like, I feel. I feel like I would be so scared. I don't know what it is. You know, people tell me it's not good. I say, well, I think it keeps them away from me. I don't get scratched. I don't get touched. I don't get anything. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I Well, this kind of like leads into the next question. Yeah. And I'm kind of throwing this one on you. Um, I know I, I know I kind of filled you in on some of the questions I would like yeah. to ask and stuff. But this one kind of came to mind uh, right cool. before I came here. So Lucas, who is my partner, who's not here today, right? His dad is a very spiritual guy. Okay, I think right. he he's really, really heavy into his Christianity, yeah. and he might be a pastor or something. I don't know, but he had a lot of concerns uh, about our show. Yeah, and he made a comment to Lucas that we could totally be opening up doors. He says, 
the demons of the world will be drawn to us and to our work. So you've listened to the show or at least uh, know a little bit about what we're doing. Yeah. Is, it's one of the worst shows ever. <laughs> it's nice. not in quality standards, obviously, but in yeah. content, it's it's the worst. We're covering the worst. It's definitely brutal. Uh, it, we go highly into detail. We yeah. speak of the worst things fathomable. Do you, as a professional, feel like we could be opening ourselves up to evil spirits? Personally, I don't, unless you do the Ouija board or do the spirit box unprotected or you do it to protect yourself. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah. glad you told me that before I yeah. ran over there and <laughs> turned it on. We'll do that before. You know, it's all visualization. Just visualize uh, the white light coming down from the heavens covering you completely and making a complete bubble around you. So I'm a Buddhist. Does it work for Buddhists? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Are you Buddhist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it works for you. Just... <laughs> Well, I have to say, I uh, and I haven't even shared this with my audience, but yeah. uh, I'm 40 years old. I, I've been a Buddhist for like two years, and and I'm not even like a Buddhist as a Buddhist religion. Right. Um, I kind of stopped doing the Christian thing. Yeah. And I was a major, major, major student in church. We've right. had a ministry before. We've, we've done all kinds of stuff. I was kind of like the guy in episode two. We had a Christian puppeteer. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I yeah. heard them. Yeah. yeah. Me and Ronald. Yeah, we have a lot of like... Uh, like comment. Um, no, we don't. So <laughs> I just mentioned that because she told me that she listened to part of episode two and, you know, kind of didn't finish and had enough of that nonsense. But yeah, it's kind of like Buddhism, more like a philosophy yeah. and the psychology exactly. behind yeah. it. So, I'm from know. Boulder, Colorado, so they have uh, an Europa Institute down there. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. Well, I was just like, I was just like, uh, I got tired of, I struggle, I struggle with a lot of like depression, anxiety and stuff. Some people might even say like, I might've had evil spirits on me. I don't know. But, uh, after years and years and years, I was like, yeah, I still feel worse than ever. Maybe there's some other skills out there in the world and I just happened to come across it and and change my life. So, uh, but anyway, wow, we got off on a tangent. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) So, uh, so Lucas, if you're out there listening, which you ultimately will, tell your daddy's full of crap. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I only put this question in there just because I'm curious. Yeah. What's your favorite paranormal movie ever? Yeah. Do you, you even know, watch this it? Is really, no. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't watch them. Okay. Well, I sell like tools to like machine shops all day, and the yeah. last thing I want to do is go home and watch videos about machine shops. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't watch the shows on TV or movies or anything. Okay. Well, that's cool. I absolutely know I didn't prepare you for this next segment in advance. Right. Okay. But I asked some of my buddies to contribute some questions uh, as well, uh, which in my circle of friends is an extremely dangerous thing to do. (laughs) But uh, if it's okay with you, can I share some of them? Yeah, go for it. So I have like three questions. Okay. And then I have a story. And my friend, he, he wrote me the story, and then he just wants your advice. Okay. So it's kind of like, what's the what's the lady that you write into in the newspaper back and in like the day? like Dear Abby. Or yeah. Ann it's going to be like a Dear Abby thing. Yeah okay. yeah. okay. Okay. Well, one of my friends wanted to ask, and it didn't make the cut, but I'm going to ask you anyway, because we're having a good time. Sure. He's like, so how long have you known you're crazy? <laughs> <laughs> my whole life. <laughs> and I'm quite proud of it. <laughs> You're in good company. Yeah, it makes so, life interesting. I have to ask, like, with that question, 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't throw something at me. No. Um, <laughs> what's the ratio of people who are like, oh, man, like me, like, oh, my gosh, you're amazing. Like, what you do is yeah. amazing and so interesting, and I want to learn about it, versus the yeah, people I'm the who devil? are like, like y- yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get a lot of I'm the devil. I'd say 20% of bad comments, and the rest of it, 80%, is, that's cool. So I, I get, like... Um, the uh, impasse stuff, the intuitive stuff, right. or whatever, because that's kind of like it's like a lot of gray area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, I mean, do you get the same thing just when people just when people hear that you're just doing ghost hunting, like you're just trying to, uh, like, not talking about the cleansing and all that stuff? Like, yeah, like people that just know that you approach it from a scientific level. Do you still get a lot of hate over that, or? Yeah, not too much. So it's the other stuff that kind of turns people off. Yeah, it's 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 mostly the okay. I'm gonna say the Christian right. Okay, that's okay. I used to be one. Okay. <laughs> They're I, the ones that I, get on the devil thrown at me. Well, even when I was part of the Christian right, like I still found this stuff interesting, and I still wanted to like smoke pot all yeah. the time. So I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, maybe I was in Colorado. I know I should. <laughs> so thank you very much, by the way, for having a good attitude toward that question. <laughs> no My friend's an idiot. Um, I told you these guys are all idiots. But, um, <laughs> Keith Jones says, and I this was another one I was going to dismiss, and I thought right. about it. I read it like three times, and I'm like, you know what? There's actually some substance to this. Uh, but Keith says, I saw this on Twitter once, and I've always wondered about it. Why do all ghosts seem to come from the 1700s? Why is there never a ghost at 3 a.m. from like 2007 screaming, my name's Brittany? <laughs> Like, I can't answer that. Why one. are they always wearing like old plantation clothes? And, right, right. Like, or the the <laughs> neck, you know. Yeah, little, like all the way up here. Exactly. Yeah, buttoned up and yeah, know. top hat, that so, kind of stuff. Uh, you know what? I don't know. It's a great question. It is right. At first, I was like, "Screw this question, yeah. Keith. I'm not asking this." And then I'm like, "Wait a second. It's great, but I can't answer that one." Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, have you ever come, uh, uh, like, got called to a case where somebody was like, yeah, my, you know, yeah, uh, my family yeah, yeah, member yeah. died, like, my grandpa died last year, and, like, all of a sudden now, like, like all my beer comes up missing in the fridge or something? Like, I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> No, but the elf did drink beer. The elf drank beer? We, we left a, a, what do you call it, a offering to him. Oh, really? They planted a fig tree, and they left beer out, and I forget what else, and yeah, they left it in the backyard underneath the tree. It was twelve half a beer. Came back and to find that one of the beers had been open and emptied. Oh my god. Yeah. And it, there was a fenced in, locked in backyard. I'm just thinking about that right now and I'm all I can think about is like I wonder what his favorite beer is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Me too. I'm gonna stop on the way home and <laughs> I think they plopped their house right on his house. And he's one pissed off little dude. That's very interesting. Yeah. That's my that's what my gut says. Well, you're the professional, so I'm gonna go know. with it. I have like no intuition whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um my buddy Trey, yeah, he wanted to know two things. First of all, he wants to know how a spirit box works. Okay. Uh, and so Trey, we were gonna check that out. Yeah. Uh in just a little bit. Uh secondly why do paranormal investigation shows always seem to water down the seriousness of their work? Do you feel like they do? Well, you said you don't watch them on TV, right? I don't, but I have before. You mean like joke around a lot or? 
No, I think I think I kind of understand the question. It seems to me the cases that you go on, and, and you can elaborate on this. Yeah. I kind of feel like there's people who are actually experiencing peril. This type of stuff could actually ruin an entire life. Like, right, it can. It can ruin everybody's life inside the house and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, the guys on TV just seem like a little bit more rowdy. They're Like like my previous question, they you know, they just there to catch something. They want to do something cool. They want to do But nobody really ever talks about, like, what the effect is on the person, you yeah. know, and what the effect's going to be if they can't get rid of it. And this, yeah, see, I'm more in tune towards that than anything else. Well, and, and that's why I wanted to talk to you. Yeah. Because, you know, I checked you out and stuff before I even called you. And, and um, I'm like, you know, this this lady seems really genuine, and she seems like she really wants to help people. And after talking with you, I find out, oh, I'm not only here for the people, I'm here for the spirits. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and... Um, Anyway, they, they, a lot of them don't even cross over. There's so many reasons they're angry. They have vendetta to take care of in their mind. Um, they're attached to life. They're attached to a person. They're scared of judgment. So many other reasons why they, they don't cross over. Well, before I get over into Steve's story yeah. question, can you tell me... What, how do you how do you decide what it's going to take to help this spirit cross over? And then, like, what kind of things do you do to, to allow it to happen? You know, it, it does have free will, so I can't make it cross over, uh, no matter what. But I talk to it, um, tell it that really it doesn't have as much to fear as it thinks it does. The judgment's not going to be so bad. Um, It's time for them to move on. There's a better world for them right now. They're not, they have their time in their body and now it's time for a new world for them. And they need to move on. You know, you just kind of try and talk them into it, basically. You know, be like a little social worker, a little bit therapist, <laughs> a ghost therapist. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I absolutely love that just now. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Steph's coming. The uh, spiritual so- social worker. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's what I do. That's really, really, that's really cool. I, I really, really admire that a lot. Yeah, thank you. And, and I'll just say, and this is probably something I would use like in a conclusion, but I'm just going to say it now. I think um, we we're talking about people giving you a hard time. Yeah. I I think like no matter what you believe, you you're doing this uh, out of your own time. You're spending your money. Yeah. And you're going out and you're doing something that you believe in to help somebody right. deal with a problem that they believe in. Yeah. And even if it's even if it wasn't real, okay. Right. The fact that they feel believe better, in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I I just think you deserve kudos. That's all. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, so my friend Steve Rodriguez, okay, he shared an entire story with me the other day, okay. and I I was just like, wow, this is an amazing story. We need to like do an entire episode on the story because it literally had everything. Okay? Oh, cool. I asked him if he would put it like kind of frame it out, kind of like I did with the practice questions and stuff with yeah. us, and and I said, you know, kind of frame it out or whatever. You know, we'll 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 get on the mic, we'll record the story. And we'll share it with the world. It'll be amazing. And um, I asked him like two days later, like, hey, how's it going? Like, have you done any writing? He's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And I'm like, what? And he said that 
he hasn't experienced nightmares in like a year or two. All of a sudden, he talked to me about it. He told the story. Um, He's having. Let me let me read you what he wrote. So, okay. my friend Steve Rodriguez shared an entire story with me. Originally, I thought we could do an entire episode by letting him share the story, but. He's really freaked out about it and honestly was scared to talk about it, thinking he might bring it back. But in reality, he really wanted you to hear the story and maybe you could shed some light on it for him about what's happening. After he shared the story with me a few weeks ago, he said he felt like something was coming back again. He was having severe nightmares. He would wake up with uh, like cold sweats. His nightmares consisted of him actually hurting those that he loves. Um, he didn't really go into detail right. about it, but um, it sounded to me like it was either like physical violence or like infidelity against his wife. I mean, just like like stuff that he would never do, right? Right, now. exactly. So, so let me uh, let me read this entire story to you. Okay. And and, and it's kind of long, but we got all night, right? Yep. So I know from personal experience that spirits will latch on and follow someone. My question is, why is it that I won't feel any bad energy for years, but when I mention something about it? I feel it again. And then he goes on to share his personal experience. My father's parents hate my mother because she is his second wife. Growing up, we all sensed that tension. But it wasn't until I was older that I could feel things. I was 13 when I saw my first apparition. My older neighborhood was rumored to have been built on an old cemetery. I never fact-checked that as I was a kid. But I woke up one night after falling asleep on the couch. I looked toward my dining room, and I saw what looked like a Civil War soldier. It had a jacket that was tattered and torn, and was looking around the house like he was confused. And I put in parentheses that the house was actually a new building, so maybe that's why he was confused. I ran upstairs and told my parents, but they said I was dreaming to go back to bed. Typical parents. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I would hear things banging around in the kitchen, and nothing uh, would be in place, I guess, when he went to go check on it. And there was an incident where his uh, parents unlocked the door and heard something run up the stairs, but all the kids were in school at the time. There was a couple more times where friends and he had uh, heard something running around upstairs, and it was just us in the house, or them, sorry. I'm kind of going back and forth between first person and third person. Uh, Let me go back to him writing. I would also joke around and say that it's Fred. He lives in the attic. I had something uh, pull my leg in my sleep one day. That was when I knew something had to be done. I put it off as I really didn't know what to do. I saged the house and did my best to cleanse the air. I was at a local watering hole when a gentleman approached me and asked if I needed anything, and I replied, I'm good, man, just hanging out. So apparently now he's like a grown man, so this has been going on. Yeah, a long time. He insisted on helping me with something, asking, no, are you sure? It wasn't until he asked... Has anything been happening to you? Has anything touched you that wasn't there? I immediately looked him in his eyes and said, yes, who are you? Growing up watching movies like Constantine and all the Exorcist movies, I always wondered if people could actually see spirits. I have had my share of run-ins with shadow people, but never really caught a full glimpse. Just in the corner of my eye, I've seen stuff moving around. But this guy looked at me right in my eyes. He said, I could tell that there's something following you. I can see it in the corner staring at you right now, and it isn't nice. I know. (laughs) This 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 scares the crap out of me. Um, He went on to tell me his story on how his journey started, 
and was actually about to make a trip across the big pond, I guess overseas, to further his research on spirits and and the other world. Okay, this freaked me out. I contacted my mother, and she contacted hers. We went to the white magic doctor. He's a Hispanic guy, by the way. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, white magic doctors. Um, And he began to do his ritual. He sat down, shook my hand, sprinkled something into a bowl of water, and began to stare with empty eyes into the bowl. He started saying things about my family that were accurate. Um, he he kind of went in with me into like details. He like knew people's names and all right, kinds of stuff. So. Right, right. He was good. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't fishing for answers. He already knew them. He then began to explain that there are two types of magic in the world, good and bad. He proceeded to tell me there is a curse on you and I can't remove it. You will have to remove the hex by removing its origin which was an object that was buried with my great-grandfather. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> I attempted to go to the cemetery and retrieve the item with no luck since I didn't want to get rested for digging too deep. So yeah, my buddies out at the... Corpse. It's kind of yeah. it's heavy. Um, we said a prayer and asked my great-grandfather to protect me instead of attack me. Yeah. Fast forward a year after that, nothing crazy was happening and everything was going great. I got into an accident on my motorcycle. I was T-boned by a car while getting on the freeway. Oh, flew through the air and landed three feet from a tree uh, that was near the on-ramp. Right. My bike was in pieces on the street, and I broke my wrist. Now, he says he broke his wrist. His scar goes, like, halfway up to his elbow. Like, Whoa. He, he broke himself is what happened. Oh, my God. Later on, after the investigation, the security camera footage from the car rental that the car pulled out... Let me see here. Car footage from the car rental that the car pulled out. Basically, um, there was a video of the crash. Yeah, he there, should have been dead. There was no car. Are you kidding? There me? was no vehicle. Oh and, my God. and just me crashing. I clearly saw the car at the time. Whoa. I went on with my life with a few things happening from time to time, but yeah. also, always a year or so in between have occurrences. So my question is. Why is it only from time to time, or usually right after I talk about this, that stuff start happening? I will probably have nightmares again this weekend just by typing this shit out. Laugh my ass off. Okay? That's my buddy. Because <laughs> so. if he talks about it, number one, he's inviting it back in. Yeah. You know, I believe. Uh, why does it only happen? I, you know, I have no idea. So, what what do you think the best advice without doing any, without knowing anything else about Steve or his situation? Or the, like, again, the do's and don'ts. Yeah. What are what are the don'ts that he should be doing right now? Um. Or not doing. Don't talk now? about it. Okay. And try not to think about it. Um. He needs an attachment cleansing. Is what he needs. Um. And possibly a curse removal. I. I don't know that. It can't be removed. I don't know. I would suggest that someone go ahead and try it. It can't hurt. I mean, if it's active. If it's not active, don't mess with it. Yeah. yeah. You know, but if it is, I mean, it can't hurt to try and remove it. Sure. Um, well, I mean, that'll take me into, like, the next little segment that I have here. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it's kind of like the last segment that I have. Right. Um, let me see how we're doing on time here. Oh, we're doing perfect on time. Uh, yeah, we're getting to the end. <laughs> like, perfect. Um, so uh, I wanted to, I typed this in earlier because yeah. I wanted to make sure I had notes on it, but you've been kind enough to give me some audio uh, of EB, 
of EVPs that you caught. Right. Uh, I'm going to end up uploading those to our Patreon because I'm trying to get people over there. So oh, we can, cool. So we can make some money on this thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, and we already have like a few members and stuff like that. And so, you know, I want to make sure that, that they're getting something special, you there know, you go. for okay. you know, supporting us monetarily. But can you kind of explain to the audience about what they can expect whenever they go to listen to these? Do you remember which ones you sent me? I do. Um, okay. One was funny because it said, um, yeah, be quiet. My teammate who I work with, she t- likes to talk and talk. <laughs> you know, she's not listening. But uh, anyways, um, she kept talking and talking and talking. And she says, so I better be quiet. And then the spirit goes, yeah, be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> that one I thought was hilarious. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Um, one of them was um, a demonic. It was a Ouija board used, and it was a demonic entity. It said my name. But it not only said it, I didn't, I didn't send all three in, just the one. But it said my name three times in three different occurrences. Wow. Yeah. So they don't, they don't just knock a three. And those three scratches, evidently, they say names in threes. <laughs> well, and, and maybe if you want to keep going... Um, maybe that's like some of the information that you can tell us too. Like, give us an education on some of the facts that we should know about, you know. Yeah, you don't always, I get a lot of people who always assume it's a demon. Don't always assume it's a demon. I mean, if, if you're a shit, excuse me, for shit, when you die, yeah. you're going to be on the other side. Okay. Um, unless you work to evolve yourself. And that's what you're, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so are there things that you can work on as a Oh, spirit? yeah. Oh, like, yeah, like you definitely. Can, there's self-improvement? For yeah, you? there definitely is self-improvement, I believe. Okay. That's my belief. Well, maybe after you're dead and gone, like, you'll stick around and say, and, and be like an afterlife social worker then. There you go. <laughs> helping people work on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll retire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Well, tell me more about, that. like, so, so you have... You have like a consciousness, like you're. Yeah, you do. Like you can solve math problems. You can work on yourself. You yeah. can like learn new skills. Yeah, you're just without um, a body. You got the same mind mentality. You got the same personality. See, I guess I can't even fathom. Well. I can't fathom what that feels like. Yeah, I can't either. Like you know, I'm, I'm trying right now, like to uh, imagine looking through my spirit eyes. Yeah. And knowing, because you have consciousness, right? Knowing that people can't see you, knowing that. And and maybe maybe that's why there's nobody from 2007 yeah. <laughs> hollering out my name, and Brittany bitches. Where, it, it, you know, because like maybe it's kind of cool for like the yeah. first ten or twenty or one hundred years, but you know, after three or four hundred years yeah. of like roaming, you're like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna start knocking some stuff off the tables. Exactly. There you go. We'll get some people out or here, poking somebody, and they'll or, get me out of here. You yeah, know? Like, yeah. We'll or, call Steph. She'll come give me some <laughs> some spirit counseling and help me get. Where I'm supposed to go. Yeah, know? see, they're not necessarily evil, I mean, evil or, or demons, or they're just frustrated, so, basically. But, um... And your friend, by the way. Yes. I wanted to say this. He's a beacon to the spirit world, more. Well, he's a giant guy, so... <laughs> oh, not that kind of... No, not uh, that kind of beacon. Yeah, he's, he's really big. He's a big guy. He's tall. Um, because he's got <laughs> gifts. And anybody who has gifts is like a beacon to the spirit world. They shine really bright, and the spirits gravitate towards them because of that. Do you now when you when you say that he has gifts? Would part of your advice be to him to like try to learn what those specific gifts? I would, would be? if I was him. 
Okay. If I was him, I would. Is it possible that he is going to open a door that he wishes that he never did? It's always possible. I would get with, um, in fact, I'd give him some names of people and work with them. Well, I'd really appreciate that. Um, you know, matter of fact, would you mind if I pass your email along? And, no, no. And if he feels comfortable. Give my phone number. I mean, it, it really, really, really seemed like, and, and that's why I, that's why I was talking about, like, like people, people's lives are, are being impacted yeah, and stuff exactly. like that. Like they don't they don't show all that shit on the on the TV. Right. Uh, on a, you know they show the guys running around giving each other high fives and yeah and, and, exactly. Um, but you know these are these are real people's lives and just like my friend Steve, like I mean, it's he, devastating. He can't even hang out with his buddy. Yeah. Who has a podcast show to tell the story because yeah. he's so frightened. Right. Uh, right. And, exactly. Yeah. 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 I'll give him names of people he can work with legitimately, and that would help him. Without Very, causing problems. Sure. Um, I mean, we're kind of getting to the end of what I had planned. Yeah. So we can either wrap it up after this is done, or if you want to... You can do the spirit box. Just freestyle it. Oh, yeah, we got to do the spirit we box. We got to do the spirit box. Uh, well, before we do spirit box, um, I would like to throw this in there. Okay. Um, your website. Yeah. It says... and. Uh, it basically says like, "Hey, here's my here's my email. My name's Steph. Here's my email. Here's my phone number. Yeah. Um, you know, we we want to help you. It doesn't cost you a dime. We just want to help you guys out, right? Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure that you were like, no, no, it's it's twenty nine ninety five. No, we're for free. It's completely free. Yeah. So, um, so my question to you is because I want to help you out. I want to help you out with your cause. Um, how do you actually make money? How do you support your business, and how can people uh, contact you in order to either seek your services or to make any kind of donation or something like um, that? Number one, uh, we support ourselves well. We each pay for our own way, basically. I mean, I obviously buy all the equipment. Okay. Do the upkeep. Um, we each pay for our own gas. And that's, that's about it. We kind of each pay for our own things. You know, we just do it to help out. Well, that's absolutely amazing. And then, um, what was the other question? <laughs> oh, well, uh, let me see here. So, uh, like a short-term memory person Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> so, at least you don't have like the narcolepsy where you're like. So, to answer your question, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a. I could be. <laughs> that would have been a way worse interview. Um, so. <laughs> It basically, uh, oh, I can, can you explain me? to the audience a little bit about the way that you can expect? Uh, oh no, that's the other question. Um, oh yeah, so um, so there, there's not really a way to support your. No, there is a way to support your business. Y you do have some items on your website. I right? do. Well, there's a donation um, site on there. Okay. And there's also I make spiritual cleansing kits. That's what I was getting. Yeah. To. So tell us all about the spiritual cleansing kits. Tell us like. I mean, if you want to do pricing or whatever, or um, be sure to, uh, you know, give your email address again and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's for people that maybe don't want to bring all the attention to themselves, don't want to have somebody over. They're scared of, like, people making fun of them or getting fired from their work or, or things like that. I put crystals in it. I put a cleansing I developed after specifically talking to them. And I use herbs. I didn't before, but I just, in the last six months, I've been using different types of herbs. There's uh, a meaning I, I use herbs herb. right every night before bed. Usually. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good herb. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I put um, different things. Um, you know, 
card angels, uh, lots and lots of education. I believe education equals empowerment, and you need to be empowered to take back your own space. That's awesome. Well, so, that's what this episode was about, is trying to get educated. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you said something a while ago, and now, oh, yeah. So you were talking about people being embarrassed, and this is not part of yeah. my show prep either, but uh, one of my coworkers uh, today, when I was kind of like prepping and just getting familiar with my notes again to yeah. at work, he walks up, he sees your um, website right. on my work computer. He's like, holy shit, that's who you're talking to tonight? Like, everybody <laughs> knows what I'm doing, right? Right. But they're like, oh, you're talking You're talking to them tonight? I, I swear I've seen like a van or something with, I don't know if you have a magnetic sticker or do you have a, is that you? No, I used to have those things, but okay, I drive pretty fast and they would fly off. <laughs> oh, <a> Mustang? <laughs> so I gave it up. <laughs> Okay. So, no, that's not me. Okay. Well, you were talking about, like, people being embarrassed and stuff like that. I was like, well, maybe you shouldn't show up in, like, a huge van with, like, stickers all over the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not me. Like, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> oh, the, oh, the neighbors must be getting their carpets clean. Oh, wait, no. It's a demon hunter. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's not good for the resale value. Yeah, so no. The... <laughs> I didn't figure people would. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not You're dropping the for... whole neighborhood's resale value. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. So uh, let's go ahead and let's uh, set up the EVP, but hang tight real quick. Okay. I'm going to hit pause on this. Let's see. I don't know. Okay. So we're getting ready for the spirit box uh, demonstration. So, Steph, uh, you have brought upstairs your geoport. Yeah. George Brown makes these. George Brown? Yeah. And who's George Brown? George, George Brown, Brown, he's a, he's a um, he's an engineer. Okay, and, and and this is a spirit box. This is a spirit box. Actually, he's one of my favorites, my favorite makers. Right. So, so, like like they used to tell us in school, Trey, you need to put on your listening ears because yep. we're about to answer the question <laughs> that you asked. Um, so, what what can we expect from a spirit box? How does it work? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, it scans through stations rapidly. Okay. So they're they're feeding off the white noise in here, and and using that to form words. If, if we were, like, say, letting this run for, like, five minutes, right. how, how likely are we to hear? Pretty likely. Really? Yeah. Okay. So do we, do we need to do our pers- our protection first? Yeah, I, I would do so. Now, how, who are you going to visualize? Buddha's light coming down? Uh, we could do Jesus. He's a good guy. Okay. We'll do Jesus. So okay. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, envision the light coming down from the clouds and completely is surrounding you. Good. I sound like the Evelyn. Oh, I'm sorry. I was <laughs> Evelyn Wood's favoring speed protection. <laughs> so, yeah, I have my... And what exactly are we being protected from? Um, well, you know, just, you don't know who you're talking to on That's this. True. You just don't know. And a lot of times you can get lower level entities and... Uh, well, if it's cool, I'm not going to talk to anybody. Like, I'm just gonna, that's fine by me. I'm just going to watch the show. Okay. <laughs> so this is my uh, this is my own personal real life episode of. No, you don't have to say anything. All right. So we got the spirit box up and going. Does anybody here want to say hello? I 
I'm actually gonna wear my headphones. I'm gonna see if I can hear stuff too. Okay. Hear it better. doing this right now. You see, sometimes you get a lot and sometimes you get nothing. Sometimes you get. I, I think it's cool just to be able to hear a demo, you know? It, yeah. You know, like, so it's circulating through all these, what, hundreds? Right, of, of radio stations. And then they manifest themselves they, somehow. Yeah, they use the white noise and form into words. That's very. That's yeah. It's just so cool. You kind of hear them talking in the background a little bit. I'm gonna put back on my headphones. Okay. But when my headphones on, it makes me scream everything because I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Is there anybody in there? Out there? In there. You know, in one of our investigations the last time we actually got the man's name that was causing the activity, um, his son's name, and where he had previously lived and that he was in the military off of this. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It was incredible. Um, But tonight seems like they want to be really quiet. Let's do this. You know, it just. It just sounds creepy all by itself, yeah, it even does, without yeah. a voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on, let me try this. Okay. Oh, that's just the... Uh, it's just the box itself. That's just an amplifier. Yeah, that is basically. Oh, okay. I'm dumb. I thought that was the no, you know, spirit box. <laughs> she has this, um, I guess, eight by eight box with this handheld controller, and the whole time I'm like, oh, the, that's the spirit box, and she unplugged it. Oh, it now. is kind of. <laughs> she unplugged it, and all that's left is like this little bitty thing in her hand, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm a dumbass. No, you're not. They're both spirit boxes. <laughs> okay. This kind of, you know, you're fine. <laughs> What was that? Um, I'm not quite sure yet. There we go. Might be words through the radio or it might be actual spirit. Okay. 
I have to tell you something really quick. What's that? I don't think it was me. Yeah. But I just heard like what sounded like breathing through my headphones. And both of us are like a foot away from the Yeah. And it sounded, <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna recreate this for the audience. Yeah, that's kind of but audience, I just heard this. It I don't know. That's that, that was so weird. That that is weird. <laughs> you know what that says about this house? <laughs> Time for a cleanse. <laughs> I I yeah. I was listening intently, and all I heard was, yeah. Yeah. That is, that is strange. That is strange. It says a lot. Maybe I have gifts, like Steve. There you go. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to open that can of worms yet. No. <laughs> Do you have any more questions for me? No, I don't think so. Um, I think... Because I think my spirit box is not wanting to talk much. Well, it's okay. I Like I said, just from the demonstration point of view, yeah. I think it was absolutely amazing. So, um, if you want to, bit. I guess we could go ahead and wrap. Is there anything that you would like uh, people to know that we haven't covered yet? Um... No, just don't be ashamed to give a call. If you think something's wrong, chances are something's off. Okay. Uh, why don't you go over, like, your email address, your phone, if you want to give out phone number, email, Yeah, whatever. just uh, call at uh, that was, where was 713-851-7920. Ask for Steph Spirit. Cool. And then what is, uh, do you have an email address that you can share? I do. It's spirit.stephb at gmail. All right. Well, there's usually, um, there's kind of been a way that we've signed off yeah. our podcast since the very beginning. <laughs> and uh, if you want to do the honors. Sure. So this is Tommy signing off for the Fun Time Horror Show with my very special guest, Steph Brady of Spirit Paranormal Investigations. And go ahead, Steph, hit us with it. All right, watch your booty. (laughs) Watch your booty. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Steph. You're welcome. Thank you.